0: Hold your Bibles up and say, this is my Bible. I am who it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Come on, look, that's your Bible. You are who it says you are. You have what it says you have. You can do what it says you can do. Therefore, neighbor, let's get ready to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living, ever-abiding, all-sufficient, non-changing, all-powerful word of the living God. You are good ground. And the word that's going forth right now is going on good ground, and it is prospering in you right now. Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand clap, amen, because he alone is worthy. Amen. The usher can be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Amen, amen. We're going to be talking about it real quickly. We'll do, it. we'll do it afterwards, we'll do it after. We're going to be talking about uh, true freedom. Everybody say true freedom. True freedom. Um, we know this is the 4th of July, 2011. To make sure y'all are working. 2010, right? Sister Collins said, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so, July 4th, 2010, is that correct? So July 11th, 2010. So we're going to be talking about true freedom, and we know this, uh, this is the, um, the time that the United States broke away from Great Britain, is that correct? Is that correct? Amen. And But we're going to be talking about true freedom in Christ, true freedom. Now, how many of y'all know that you, we are already free in Christ? Is that right? Go to John chapter 8. John chapter 8. John chapter 8, verse 30. Shout Jesus when you get it. John chapter 8, verse 30. Let not want to read verse 30, 31, and 32 together. John chapter 8. Let's read. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Look, read verse 36. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Everybody say free. Everybody say free. So God wants us to walk in true freedom. Many times we walk in a, a false sense of freedom. When I say false sense of freedom, we think that the freedom that Jesus paid, that we can do anything we want to do. Say anything we want to say. Live anywhere you want to live. But that's not the freedom that Jesus told us to, uh, that Jesus bought for us. Is that right? But look at this here. Look at verse 30. And he spake these words. Uh, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you do what? Continue in my word. Everybody say, continue in the word of God. He said, if you continue in my word. you So, It says, then are you my disciples indeed. So like I often say is that many times, we don't have many true disciples. Let me say this. We don't have many true disciples. He said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. So we just have people that's just believing on Jesus. We're not disciples. We're just believers. Just believe that's what we want to believe and we want to believe it. But uh, in order to be a real disciple, a true disciple, we must continue. In the things of God. Is that right? We must continue in the word of God. We must continue in the words of Christ. Is that right? Look at this here. Verse 32. And you shall know the truth. Now let me ask you this here. When shall you know the truth? When shall you know the truth? When you continue in the word. Is that right? Now let me say this here. If you're not continuing in the word, you can't know the truth. Am I telling you the truth? Amen. He says... And you should know the truth. When? As you continue in the word of God. Back up again, it says, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples in And you should know the truth. And you should know the truth as you continue in the word of God. As you continue in what Jesus told us. And you should know the truth. And the truth that you know shall shall make you free. A lot of times we're not free One of the main reasons we're not free is because we're not continuing in the Word. We can say, I'm free. Praise the Lord. I'm free no longer bound. No more chains holding me. Y'all know that song, right? But guess we can sing it, but we're not totally free because we're not continuing in the Word. You see, a song alone won't make you free. Let me say it again. A song alone won't make you free. You have to continue where? In the Word of God, that's what's going to make us free. That's what's going to keep us free. So we must continue in the Word of God. Colossians 3 and 16 says what? Let the words of Christ, what? Dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Is that right? Singing and making grace to your house to the Lord. So in other words, he said we got to let the words of Christ dwell. That word dwell means to live. So we must let the words of Christ live where? in us so that's how we continue the word we let the words of christ live on the inside of us and the, the, that we know and not just not, that we know but we practice james 1 22 says what but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own self so we can hear the word all day long but if we won't do, do it the word won't profit us so just knowing the truth won't make it do us any good we have to do something with the truth. Is that right? Just knowing I got a plate of food on the table won't do me no good. I got to do something with that fork. Right. Amen. I got to get that fork and start eating. Is that right? So just knowing the food is there won't do a bit of good. Knowing the Word of God won't do a bit of good. We must apply the Word of God. Y'all know Matthew chapter 7. Y'all know the story, don't you? Y'all know that there was a man that built a house. Two men, as a matter of fact. Two men, they built a house. Is that right? One man built his house on a rock one man built his house on the sand. The Bible says the, the rain came, the, the floods came and the winds blew and it beat upon the, upon the house of the man that had his house on the rock and his house stood. And the other man that built his house on the sand, the same rains, winds and floods came this man's house failed. Why? Because this man over here that built his house on the rock, he de- heard the word and he did it. The man over here, they built this house on the sand. He heard the word and he didn't do it. And this man's house failed. Why did this man's house fall this man's house stood it? Because he heard and did the word. This man's house failed because he heard and didn't do the word. So in other words, those two houses are likened unto two Christians. Here's a Christian over here that's hearing the word of God. And that's applying the word of God, doing it. And here's a Christian over here that's hearing the word of God. And not doing the word of God. And guess what? when the storms of life hit you, when the problems face you, when the tempter comes, this man will fall, this Christian will fall because he heard the word, but he didn't do it. This Christian over here is going to stand because why? He heard the word of God and he what? He did it. You see, so the key to success in life is hearing the word and doing it. Continually hearing the word and doing it. What am I saying? How many of y'all want to be a success in life? We want to be successful, right? Guess what we have to do? We cannot be like this man, hearing the word and not doing it. We have to be like this man, hear the word, continue the word, and do what the Bible says. And when the storms hit you, you won't fall. You won't break down. You won't break. You may bend like the palm tree, but guess what? When the storm is over, what are you going to do? You're going to stand back up. Why? Because you're rooted and grounded on that word of God. But here, Jesus said, if you continue, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth that you know will make you free. Now, what are we free from? Number one, we're free from sin. Let's go to Romans chapter six. Flip over a few books to Romans chapter six. Romans chapter six, look at verse 17. When you get it, nod your head and shout, Jesus. Do you have it? All right. Romans chapter 6, verse 17. But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin. Y'all see that? You were the servants of sin. In other words, you was a slave to sin. He said, but God be thanked. None that we did. Thank God. (laughs) Is that right? But you have obeyed. From the heart, that form of doctrine which was delivered un- unto you, or delivered you. Being then made free from sin. Everybody say free from sin. Free from. Thank God that we're free from, free from sin. Now you say we're perfect, but thank God we're free from sin. Is that right? We're free from sin. That's what Jesus came to get us to. F- being made free from sin. Being then made free from sin. You became the service of what? Guess what? Just because you're free from sin, now we are are servants to something else now. (laughs) We're servants to to what? Righteousness. Now, what is righteousness? Right standing with God, right? And what else? Doing right. Is that right? Now we're servants to doing the right thing. I I, I preached a a message, the two forms of righteousness. Y'all remember that? The two types of righteousness. There's a righteousness which which we are, which Jesus paid on the cross. Is that right? We're justified by faith. That's the righteousness. Then there's the righteousness which we do. And the Bible says those that live right, those that uh, profess to be Christians must what? Do righteous things or righteous works or right things. Is that right? But here it says, <clears throat> here it says, look at this here again. Being made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness, servants of doing the right thing. Tell us about it. You are now a servant Doing the right thing, you see that we got to begin to do the right thing. We're servants of righteousness, servants of doing. Notice, y'all see that doing the right thing. Look at verse 19. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness. Notice unto holiness, but I thought we was already sanctified. Yeah, we are, but guess what? we got to start living right now. <laughs> Y'all see that? Yes, we're justified by faith, we're righteous by what Jesus did, but guess what? Now we got to do something. <laughs> Y'all see that? Look at this again. I like this part, <clears throat> verse 19. You like that, Judy? I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members' service to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now. Yield your members service. Y'all see that? Service to righteousness and to holiness. In other words, let let me break it down. He said, just like you lived in sin wholeheartedly. (laughs) Just like you went after sin, like you're losing your mind. Just like you went after that joint, like you lost your mind. That crack, like you lost your mind. That ball, like you lost your mind. Those women, like you lost your mind. Just like you went after those things, like you're losing your mind. Guess what? Even so now. Run after God the same way. Woo! It's something we get saved, we get and timid and fearful. That's something in it. That's something in it. We talked about that a while back. Folks in the world, they were bold and, I mean, they didn't care. say sinned and did all kinds of things. They get saved. They timid. Don't want to do nothing for God. Ashamed of Christ. <laughs> he said, even now, just like you ran after sin, iniquity unto iniquity even now run after god like you ran after that sin run after god like you ran after that bottom run after god like you ran after any kind of sin that you that had you bound you understand what I'm saying we should use the even more tenacity even more determination if we sin like the devil guess what we should we we should be living for god like like heaven Live, the, live like, let I me. Mean, I mean, we should determine our hearts to serve God like we're losing our minds. That's what God wants to get to the point. And we talk about, "I'm free." I, I praise the Lord. In fact, I can do what I want to do. No, you can't. <laughs> we tell me. I mean, we get freedom mixed up with with our wills. You see, we pray we want to pray. We fast we want to fast. We, we do anything we want to do. I'm free. I, I'm free. No, you're not. You gotta you gotta run hard after God. What David said. My soul. What. Petteth hard, or father's hard after thee. She so you got to follow hard after God. Just like you follow hard after sin, we must follow after God. Y'all got that? But look at this here. Verse 20. For when you were servants of sin. You see, we were servants of sin. Y'all see that? You were free from righteousness. Uh-oh. We were servants of sin, but we were free from righteousness. In other words, we served sin. But look at the next part. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? How many of y'all can look back on your life and say, man, I'm ashamed I did some stuff. Even if you got saved, you say, man, I'm ashamed I did some stuff, right? For the end of those things is death. Y'all see that? But now, everybody say now. now. Uh-oh, everybody say now. But now, being made free from sin. Thank God I'm free from sin. Y'all see that? And become Servants to God. You have your fruit unto what? Holiness. Holiness. Guess what? You're free from sin, but now you're servants to God. You're servants of righteousness. Now, our fruit should be unto holiness. No, we should be living right. And the end, everlasting life. For the why? Because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through what? Who? Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we're made free from sin. And freedom is not doing your own thing. I'm going to show you in a minute. I'm going to show you what freedom is. We think we're free to do what we want to do. We want to break the law. We're free. You know, I can speed. I'm free. You know, I can do this. I'm free. I can steal. I'm free. I can do what I want to do. But I'm going to show you uh, some things in the word of God that's going to kind of uh, get you to thinking this morning. It's going to really mess you up. Y'all want to be messed up this morning real quickly. Here we go. Go to First Peter chapter 2. First Peter chapter 2. Y'all bear with me because I want to get this message to you so that it can help us. Amen. First Peter chapter 2. Our freedom should cause us to be honest and good in all that we do. Can I say that again? Our freedom should cause us to be honest and good in all that we do. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Let me know when you got it. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts. Y'all see that? Which war against the soul. You know, get rid of all the sin. The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Having your conversation. Now, conversation means manner of living, the way you live, your conduct. Having your conversation or manner of living honest. Y'all see that? In other words, we should have our manner of life honest among the Gentiles. In other words, the worldly folk. When the world look at us, we should be honest in their sight. Y'all see that? That whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works. Y'all see, everybody say good works. I thought you didn't have to do nothing. Some i got the Bible mixed up. <laughs> he said, by your good works, when they look at your lifestyle. You see, when they speak evil against you, look at this here again. That whereas they speak evil against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold or see. Glorify God in their visitation. In other words, when folk begin to talk about you like a dog, guess what? Because your good works stand, that's, that, that alone should stand alone. That alone should speak for itself. Look at the next verse. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether they be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. Now, look at this here. This is 4th of July, right? He says, submit yourself to every ordinance of man. In other words, the laws. Everybody say laws. The government laws. We got to submit ourselves to the government laws. Some people teach that they don't uh, submit to the law. They don't submit to the president. Uh, the Jehovah Witnesses don't believe that you, you know, about uh, serving the government. Or they think the government is evil. Y'all, y'all hear what I'm talking about. They believe that you, we should not uh, honor the government. But here the Bible says, look at this here. Now, what does the Bible say? Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man. That's the laws of God, laws of man, man, mankind. Y'all see that? Submit yourselves or yield yourselves. That's what it means. Yield yourselves to every ordinance of man, not some ordinance, the picket that you want to pick and choose, huh? He said every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme. Let's talk about the president, right? Or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him. Now notice, the government is sent by God. Y'all, oh, I'm going to mess up in a minute when I go to the next scripture. I'm going to really show some things. Now, here it says the government is sent by God or sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. So the government, the laws in the land are for evildoers and it's for those that do well. You know You'll be praised if you do right. Is that right? If you're doing the right thing, that's why uh, they got cameras up on the, on, on the uh, street lights now. By the streetlights. You you run the light, they take your picture. <laughs> how many, how many I did it before? They took your picture. You ran the light, they take your picture, right? And you can't deny it, they got you. You see, why? You broke the law. Am I right about that? And they got, you can't say, I right, that wasn't me. They are my twin brother. <laughs> no, no, that's you, right? That's you. See, that were made for people that break the law. You, Christians sometimes break the law. You see, it's in it's, for the praises that do well. In other words, we do well, we ought we to worry about nothing. Look at verse 15. For so is the will of God. For so is the will of God. Now, this is the will of God. The government is in place because of the will of God. Woo! Well, we of people don't want to hear this here, right? <laughs> the, the, the government is in place because of the will of God. No, look at verse 15 again. For so is the will of God that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Y'all see that? Here's the word of God. You may put the silence in. As free, y'all see that? And not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Woo, y'all see that? I'm free, I can do what I want to do. No, you can't. I'm here to tell you that you cannot do what you want to do. If you're breaking the law, you're breaking God's law. You're going against God because God put the government in place to punish evildoers. When I read the next scripture, y'all, you're gonna really mess you up. Look at verse 17. Not this scripture here, but the one I'm going to go to next. It says, "Honor all men." That means the president. We want to give honor to folk nowadays. Well, the pastor, he just like me. He put his pants on like. Well, you know, the Bible says, "Honor all men." We should hold pastors and the five-fold ministry gifts and presidents and the government, uh, prime ministers and kings and queens. We should honor those people. Y'all see what I'm talking about? But guess what? Well, he's just like a man like me. No, no, he's not. We're, we're like you, but guess what? It's because of the office that we're called to. If President, president Barack Obama comes through those doors, we honor him because of what? The office he is in. We respect the office that he is in. But now folk don't want to respect the president. They don't respect the pastor, the apostle. They don't respect the prophet. They don't respect ministers. That lets me know that the world is getting off course. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Then it breaks it on down. Honor the king. In other words, honor the president of the United States. Honor. Honor. Everybody say honor. honor. Woo. Let's go over to Romans 13. Let me mess you up a little bit more. Romans 13. I'm finna read Oh, my goodness. What I'm, about, what I'm about to read now, you won't believe. Are you ready? Romans 13. Look at verse 1. Now, left. Oh, y'all ready to get messed up? Judy, you ready? She nodded here. She, yep. <laughs> Are you ready, Sister Lily? Yes, Rose. Lily Rose. Are right, we here? Are you ready? Look at verse 1, Romans 13 and 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. The higher powers. Oh, Are you ready now? I, I, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid, but I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying not to hit it. But this is going to really get you. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. Can y'all see that? Oh, it's finna mess you up now. Right. Let me let me read that again, so we can soak in. Be like be like a sponge. Let every soul be subject unto the power. Power again. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. Y'all see that? The powers that be. Are ordained of God. Woo, Lord Jesus. My God, y'all see that? In other words, the government is ordained by God. The president, kings, and queens, and, and all the, the government system, uh, the people that's in place are ordained of God. Woo. Look at verse two. They're finna the mess up now. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. In other words, if you're going against the government, against the government, if you're going against the president of the United States, if you're going against the laws of, that, that God has placed within the earth, guess what? You're going against God. I don't care if you're Christian or non Christian, you're going against God. Woo! I told you I'm going to mess you up this morning, right? Can I read that again? Let every soul, y'all see that? Unsaved and saved. Let every soul be subject to the high powers. For there is no power but of God. Y'all see that, right? The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Look at verse 3. Well, let's get it more in detail. Romans 13, 3. For rulers are not a terror to good works. we talking about the government, right? The rulers are not a terror to good works, but to, to the evil. Would thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. In other words, if you do the right thing, the law won't mess with you. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? If you do the wrong thing, the law will mess with you. For he, oh, this to this really mess you up here. We thought just Christians were just ministers. For he is the minister of, of God. Ooh. Y'all see that? For he, now who is the he he's talking about? He's not talking about the fivefold ministry gifts the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. For he is the minister of God. Who is he? The government. The law people, judges, the courts, all that in authority, kings, presidents, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. I don't care if you're saved or unsaved. You better be afraid. You break the law, guess what? If you're saved, you get a ticket just as fast as an unsaved person. <laughs> right? Now, he's writing to Christians, is that right? For, verse 4 again, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. I'm talking to Christian folk. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God. That's the second time. If God say something twice, you better listen. Is that right? <laughs> he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. If a Christian goes steal and get caught, you're going to jail just like an unsaved person. If a Christian cheating stealing their taxes and get caught, the IRS is going to get you just like he's going to get an unsaved person, right? He going to get you. It don't matter if you're saved or unsaved. They're here to protect good folk. Look at verse 5. Uh-oh. Are y'all getting messed up? Wherefore, you must needs be subject. In other words... We think, we, we're saying we're free. I can do what I want to do. No, you can't. That's why I said ticket, a click it or what? Ticket. ticket. Well, what is, what? How? I, I didn't like wearing seatbelts, you know, back in the day. hate to wear seatbelts. <laughs> I had a fast car. I could go fast and that, man, I learned my lesson. <laughs> I had to put the seatbelt on. Let me go put the seatbelt on. But you know what? Because here it says, if, if I disobey God, I, I disobey the law, I'm disobeying God. You Understand what I'm saying? I look at what it is now. We're talking about things in line with God's word. If they, if they pass laws of homosexuality, of marrying same sex, I'm not gonna do that. Y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. If they pass, if, they, if, if murder was, if they say what, um, that you can go out and kill, uh, if your husband, uh, commit adultery, you can kill him. Don't go, don't go do that now, <laughs> right? <laughs> we're talking about things in line with the word of God. Is that right? But look at this here. Wherefore, you must needs be subject, not only for wrath, huh? Yeah, do that which is good. Amen. Verse 3. Do which is good. Yeah, do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Verse 3. Look at verse 5. Wherefore, you must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For for this cause pay ye tribute also. In other words, pay your taxes. That what you talking about? (laughs) Y'all see that? He said, "For this, for this cause, pay tribute also. Pay your taxes, for they are God's ministers." Uh Oh, y'all see that? Even the tax collectors are God's ministers. (laughs) Woo! That's some it? That's some tax collectors. For they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Verse seven. Render. Therefore, to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. In other words, the the system that's set up now, we got to honor that system because the system is because God ordained it, number one. And they're God's ministers, number two. So when you fight against the system, you're not fighting against the system, you're fighting against God. When you fight against the laws of the, of the earth, you're not fighting against the laws of the earth. You're fighting against God. That's why we all must be honest. That like we said earlier that we got to do things honest and good in, in the sight of everybody. We got to do things good and honest. So people are watching us. You understand what I'm saying? We should be above board in everything that we do. And I know we're not there yet, but we're striving to get there. Now, how many of y'all really want to strive to get there, to be above board in everything you do? I'm not there yet, but I'm striving to get there. Is that right? I'm striving to get there. So the things that I want you to see here is that uh, to walk in freedom, we got to obey the laws of the government. That's true freedom. You're not free to do what you want to do, to say what you want to say. I must speak my mind. No, you just can't speak your mind because your mind may not be renewed. You understand what I'm saying? You can't speak your mind. You got to weigh everything that you say. In James, it says, let every man, well, uh, beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, get mad. If we do those three things, we'll make it. Slow to speak. What else? Swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. In other words, listen first. And don't be quick to say something. Think before you speak. There's an old song, in the, it's like a little cartoon or something. Think before you do it. You got to look before you leap. There's really, actually, really nothing to to it if you think before you speak. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that song. Think before you do it. You got to look before you leap. There's really, actually, really nothing to it if you think before you speak. Y'all never heard that before? Oh my goodness, I must be older y'all. My goodness. This back in the day, Sesame Street and all this stuff. <laughs> y'all remember Sesame Street and all that? Electric Company. How many of remember electric company? Oh, y'all saw what I'm talking about y'all remember that? Where, where were y'all at? <laughs> and that's, that stuff stuck with me. Think before you do it. You gotta look before you leap. There's really actually really nothing to it if you think before you speak. So you gotta think before you do some stuff. Why? Because the wrath of man don't work at the ra- righteousness of God. Because if, if you act. In haste, you'll hurt somebody. Amen. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. You'll hurt somebody. That's why you see pastors in jail now. Pastors' wives in jail now. Got mad at that man. Beat him down. Whooped him down. (laughs) Assault child on the pastor's wife. Assault child on the pastor. Because they're not thinking. you got to learn how to control your temper. Tell somebody to control your temper. Alright, the last thing, the last thing, the last thing. To walk in freedom, we must walk in love. Let's go, stay right there. Verse 8. It says, Owe oh, no man anything but to love one another. Uh, many times we take this scripture and say we shouldn't owe, we shouldn't borrow. How many of y'all read that, heard that before? We shouldn't borrow. They that ain't talking about borrowing. Hey, it had nothing to do with borrowing. We take the word, I was owe no man anything. It had nothing to do with borrowing. Now, if it's wrong to, if it's wrong to, uh, oh borrow, It's wrong to lend, right? And Deuteronomy chapter 28 says what? You should lend and not borrow. Did it say that, Deuteronomy 28? Now, why is it wrong to borrow if it's it's right to lend? Huh? If it's wrong to borrow, why is it? God says you should lend to many nations and not borrow. If it's wrong to borrow, why is it right to lend? (laughs) You understand what I'm talking about? Because you got it. We're supposed to have it. Is that right? But this is, what, not, this, this is not what he's talking about. He says, Oh, no man anything but to love. Is that In other words, the only thing that we owe mankind is to love. That's what he's talking about. Oh, no man anything but to love, notice, one another. Y'all see that? For he that loveth another hath what? Fulfilled the law. In other words, if you love, you're going to fulfill the law. Does that mean we got to stop doing the law? No, it they don't, they don't mean that. We still should not You have no other gods before God. Am I right about it? Many times people say, well, the law is done away with. Yeah, the law is done away with to the point of us trying to do the law to get saved. That's what he's talking about. We say, well, the law is done away with. It's abolished. Yeah, what's abolished in the law then? What's abolished is this here, us trying to keep the law in order to get to heaven. That's what's abolished, trying to do the law, the Ten Commandments and all the other things to get to heaven. You understand what I'm saying? But Jesus paid the price for our salvation. But guess what? That don't mean we should not do the Ten Commandments. You see, God is still God. Is that right? What's the first commandment? Hmm? Don't have no other gods before him. Now, if that's done away with, that means I can go worship Buddha. I can worship other gods. Is that right? If it's done away with, now according to what some folk teach, well the law is done away with, we have to keep the law. It's done to us. No, that, that don't mean that. We still should not have no other gods before him. You understand what I'm talking about? What's the second commandment? Don't bow down and worship any grave of any image. Now, if that's done away with, that means I can go worship any image. Am I right about it? No, that's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about when the law is done away with, that means us trying to do the law to get saved, us trying to do the law to get to heaven. But guess what? We still must keep the law. But the law to the point of doing right or living right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to get to heaven, but doing the right thing. Look at this here. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill, right? Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness or lie. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended or understood in this saying. Namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love working no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the what? If you love, you'll do what? fulfill the law. If you love, you won't commit adultery. If you love, you won't lie. If you love, you won't steal. If you love, you won't bear false witness. If you love, you won't uh, commit adultery. If you love, you won't do all this other stuff that the Bible told us. If you love. If you love, right? So we're talking about true freedom. So true freedom is this. You're free from sin. Now, guess what? You're servant to righteousness. In other words, I'm a servant to do the right thing. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. That's our whole job is to do good and heal all. You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You'll see what, what 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 did Jesus do in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He touched humanity. He preached the gospel. He taught the gospel. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He uh, cured deafness and lameness and, and uh, people that couldn't see blindness. That's, he did all those things, didn't he? Guess what? That's what we call to do. Our freedom is to do what God called us to do. Our freedom is to do what this Bible told us to do in this word. This is our freedom right here. And guess what? It's not, a, a, it's not bondage when I do what God told me to do. Well you try to you trying to put me up under the law. What's that old saying they try to say uh, that's what is it? Um legalism. That's what you trying to make, you trying to make me legalistic. That's that's legalism. Hey, ain't got nothing to do with legalism. You see, if you're truly saved, it won't be legal legalistic to do what God tell you to do. You understand what I'm talking about? If you're truly saved, you want to love folk. If you're truly saved, you want to do right, you see, that lets me know that you need to go back to the altar. Folk, I mean, folk, they, want, they don't want to get baptized. You get saved, they don't want to get, I don't want to get baptized. I ain't got to get baptized no. you now. Yeah. Thief on the cross. Yeah, we know the thief on the, didn't get baptized. You know, We know he did on the, the thief on the cross. We know that. He couldn't get baptized. He was dying. <laughs> you understand? But guess what? We still should be obedient. If Jesus got baptized, we should get baptized. He said, right, we know paraplegics and things like that can't get baptized. That's, that's understandable. You understand. But if you're in your right mind you can walk around, you need to get, get saved and get baptized like Jesus did. So true freedom is this here, doing this word. Thank God I'm free. Not the free to do what I want to do, but the free to do what God say do. Because he created me. He knew all about me. He knows where I'm going in life. And guess what? I got to get hooked up with him. If I want to be successful, I need to get hooked up with him. Is that right? We talk about hooking up with folk in the earth. We get, guess what? Let's get hooked up with, with the one that made me. Let's get hooked up with the one that created us. If I can just get hooked up with him, Lord, what should I do now? Show me how to do this here. Show me. Show me. Guess what? I need to get hooked up more with him. When I do that, that's when God will begin to bless even more. And guess what? I'm learning. I, I, I'm not there yet. I know y'all are already there, but I'm not there. I say, I'm not there yet. My wife, she may be. You there, Judy? No, she, she's not there either. How many of y'all made it there yet? Y'all, y'all I mean, y'all, y'all there yet? You see, I'm not there yet. I want to get hooked up with God to the point, say, listen, Lord, show me what to do. Then God said, listen, go down there. There's a man going to give you a million dollars. I'm going. <laughs> you still a lot of mouth. <laughs> Go over there. Uh, there's, a, there's some money that's been hidden for 25 years. Uh, it, uh, the, the, the government gave up looking for it. There's some money buried right there. And you open a briefcase, there are $2 million in a briefcase. Guess what? That's my money. <laughs> because God told me. Is that right? Just like He told there was money in the fish's mouth. Is that right? God can show us where the money is. Guess what? That's what we need to begin to do. Lord, show me where the money is so I can be, do your will, do your kingdom business. Is that right? That's what I'm looking for now. We need some miraculous things to happen. This church needs some miraculous things to happen. You need some miraculous things to happen in your life. God knows where everything is at. Everybody standing. Thank you, Father God. Let me read one thing real quick. uh, Real quick. Keep it running, Josh. In the bottom of this Bible here, my wife has... Uh, Romans 13 and 8, owe no man, anything. Paul is not setting down the fiscal policy of paying only cash for everything, but is talking about the Christian's social responsibility of not acting in such a way toward his fellow man that he incurs any debt other than to love him. This debt is never paid up. In doing this, the believer will actually perform the righteousness to which the law could only point. You got it? Amen, that's good. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, I ask that you would forgive us right now for not being obedient to your word. Cleanse us right now, Lord. Cleanse us right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Those that want to make a statement of faith and say, Lord, I'm not there yet. I want you to come on up. I'm going to pray the prayer. You've got to make a statement sometimes. Lord, I'm not there yet. I failed you, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me. I failed you, Lord. Help me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Those that want prayer, just come on up and say, Lord, I'm not there. I I, I need some help. I know I'm not there. I'm still striving to be there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. And those that came up, say, "Say, say these words. Say, Father, forgive me. I've broken your law. I've talked about the president. I've talked about President Bush before he got kicked out. Lord, forgive me, help me, Lord, for talking against any president, any government system, even the law. Forgive me for not putting my seatbelt on. Forgive me, Lord, for speeding down the road. Forgive me, Lord, for throwing the finger up at somebody. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. To do your will. Father God, I'm sorry. Help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm sorry. I repent right now. Of every sin. That I've committed. Any wrong thinking. Any lust of the flesh. Any lust of the eyes. Any pride of life. Forgive me, Father God. For yielding in any shape form or fashion to anything unlike you oh father wash me by the blood of Jesus with the blood of Jesus and I receive your forgiveness you said if I confess my sins you are faithful and just to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness so father God I confess these things to you and I thank you for cleansing me from all unrighteousness. From this day forward, I will get these scriptures on the inside of me. I will get these scriptures, memorize them, quote them, and know that you put this system in place to help me in the name of Jesus. I want you to shake three people's hands and say, I'm going to obey the law. Amen. I going to obey the law. <laughs> I'm going to obey the law. I'm going <laughs> to obey the law. <laughs> Come on, we're going to pray. Come on, Vine. We're going to pray for you too. Come on, Vine. Come on, Judy. <laughs> Judy, we will pray for Vine. Lay your hands on the stomach area and back. Lay your hands on her back too. Vence uh, Collins. Thank you, Father God. Father, we thank you. Thank you for Sister Vine. Even if, we thank you, Father God, for you doing a work in her body. In the name of Jesus. We speak to the pain, oh, Father God, and the uncomfortable feeling, oh, Father God. In the name of Jesus. We curse it from the roots. In the name of Jesus. And we speak, Father God. Healing to her body, oh, Father. In the name of Jesus. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. We release your power, Father God, into her body right now. In the name of Jesus. And we give you the praise. And we give you the glory, O Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. More prayer. Come on up. Anything specific? Okay. 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 Amen. Thank you, Father, for... Antonio, Father God, we thank you, Father, first of all, for you bringing him down here safely, Father God, without any hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you, Father God, that even as he traveled back, oh, Father God, that your angels of protection will be all around him to keep him protected from drunk drivers, from from, uh, any kind of uh, engine failures, oh, Father God, any kind of accidents, oh, Father. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that a shield, a bubble is all around him, oh, Father God, any time he travels the highway. And I thank you, Father, I speak a perpetual uh, protection around his life. In the name of Jesus. Even while he's in the service, oh, Father. I thank you for a perpetual protection, oh, Father. In the name of Jesus. Now, thank you, Father, for you giving him direction and you giving him guidance. In the name of Jesus. Give him your wisdom, oh, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh, Father God. Help him, Father God, to hear your voice. In Jesus' name. Give him direction, oh, Father, right now. Clarity, Father God. In the name of Jesus. Keep him, oh, Father, from all evil people. In the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you, Father God. God, for you testing his life even more right now in the name of Jesus. And now release your power upon his life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Any, any, any specific. Thank you for big man, Father God. He wants guidance, oh, Father God, and that you would order his steps, oh, Father God. And, Father God, you said in your word, oh, Father, that if we ask wisdom of you, you're going to give it to us. And so, Father God, I thank you that big man is coming for wisdom and guidance and direction and order of his steps, oh, Father. And I thank you, Father God, for you working on his behalf in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we put our heads of protection all around him in the name of Jesus. We speak, oh, Father God, total guidance, supernatural guidance, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. Speak to his heart, oh, Father God. God. Reveal your word to him, O Father, in the name of Jesus. As he reads your word, O Father God, open up the eyes of his understanding. Help him to understand your word, O Father God. Help him to understand your will and your purpose and your plan for his life in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we speak right now that your glory will fall upon him even now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you that it's done. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for wisdom and strength, oh, Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father God, we thank you right now, Father God. We speak, O oh Father God, that your wisdom, O oh Father God, is flowing right now. In the name of Jesus. In DeAndre, right now, Father. Wisdom flowing into his spirit, his soul, and his body. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we thank you, Father God, that even as he get into your word, study your word, oh Father God, that you're opening up his eyes also, Father God, to behold things in your word, oh Father God. In the name of Jesus. Speak to him through your word, O oh Father God. Speak to through that still small voice in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I thank you for your supernatural strength and your wisdom going upon them right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. You, Father God. Glory, glory.